Hi everyone, Natsu Mines here again, back with another video. And in this video, I'm going to tell you when it's time to give up on your capital raise. Yeah, so when to give up on your capital raise, the answer is going to be a bit different than what you're thinking. So basically, you know, even before you start your capital raise, the time that you should give up on it should be at the time in, at which you need the transaction to go through. So in my opinion, you should never need a transaction to complete. You should never be in a position where you need an investor to complete your transaction. Never. Either by having multiple capital raise opportunities or by having a revenue generating company or by having different things going on, you know, you always want to be in the position where you're not desperate. So never need a transaction to go through. If you're ever in a situation where you need a transaction to go through, um, I don't suggest getting into this type of stuff because the, the moments that people smell desperation, that's the moment that the transaction would be a million times harder to close. So never, if you ever find yourself in a position where you need a transaction to go through, you need the investor to wire the funds, you need it to go through uh, without any prior momentum or track record in the deal actually moving, you should probably stop. Never have uh, deal one-itis where you need a deal to go through and it's one particular transaction, in my opinion. So that's number one. Yeah, number two is if you know you if you have something that is either not generating revenue, doesn't have traction, or that's probably the number one thing. I mean, if you're working on so after yeah after you have you put yourself in a situation where you don't need a transaction to go through, you're not in survival mode, and then after that, then you realize that you have something that has no traction, have no has no revenue, has no contracts. You should probably focus on building a business first before you get into raising capital for something that isn't a business. Because why, why, why build something, you know, unless unless you already have feedback from Silicon Valley investors or specialist venture capitalists, or you're in a unique situation where you've already proven that people will give you money, customers will give you money after you need to build something for the customers to give you that money, which in many, many cases is not really the case because there's a minimum viable product, which typically doesn't need to be scalable on day one. You know, so if I were to just reiterate, if, if, <laughs> if you need to build something for people to pay you for the thing that it's the problem that it's solving, you know, then yeah, then maybe you're in one of those edge cases where, yeah, you can find some sophisticated Silicon Valley investors or sophisticated customer stakeholders who would invest. But if you're in a case where you think that you need to raise a lot of capital to build something that solves a problem, um, you probably you probably don't have to build something that takes a lot of capital to solve a problem. Um, because if you look at Airbnb, you look at Yelp, you look at how many of these companies started, they're really undercapitalized. There was a, they had a minimum viable product. And the minimum viable product, if you need to raise tons of capital to build a minimum viable product for, you to, for you people to pay for, pay for a service, you should probably build a more minimal viable product. So that's number two. And number three, yeah, is if, is if it's been out in the market and if every single, you know, if you've used tons of consultants and investment bankers and platforms to raise capital for it and people still haven't invested, that's probably the ultimate sign. Because, you know, so let's say, let's say you get something that you're in a situation where you're not desperate to raise. And then after that, you're in a situation where, you know, you have something that has revenue or traction. 
right? And then after that, you know, then you've gone to every single, you know, any broker dealer, investment bank, um, any broker dealer, investment bank, you know, platform, portal, consultants in your country, in your North America or wherever you are. Let's say you've gone to hundreds of these people, presented to tens of thousands of investors, or even maybe up to 100,000 investors. I mean, at that point, it's beyond repair. And so some people are at the point that I had a conversation with somebody with three pre-revenue companies who was at the point where he took it, it was just one consultant, but then they paid him like 10,000. They guaranteed that the thing would get funded, even though there are companies that had no revenue. And the person came to me disappointed saying that, I, hey, somebody, I paid somebody 10,000 and then I can get this invested. And then I just said, hey, I don't think we can work with this because when it's been out in the market for a very long period of time, you typically have only one impression with these capital markets people and investors. And if it's just one deal, that's why I say it's better to have many deals, but if it's just one deal, one capital raise opportunity that has been out to the market, then your first impression is your only impression. And your only impression and reputation will be tainted if you attach, overly attach it to the market without iterating and being fluid with your approach. So that's number three. And so that's it. Number, like three reasons. Number one, three times when you know that it's time for you to stop raising capital. One, if you need to raise capital. So never be in a situation where you need, in my opinion, where you need for the deal to consummate because the, the desperation will come out during the process. And these processes are things, these are things that you can't be desperate about. These are things that build and take time. You know, so that's number one. Don't do it if you're in a position where you're either, you're either not working on multiple transactions or you need the transaction to go through. So that's number one. Number two is if you're in a situation where uh, you need to raise capital to build a product that that people would be that you wouldn't be able to get customers to pay you for unless you raise capital to build it. Ask yourself if the MVP you built if it can't be more minimal, and if you just like raising capital without actually liking to serve your customers and solve a problem. So ask yourself this five times. Ask yourself. Do some Socratic reasoning, ask yourself why five times, as to why do you have to build an expensive minimum viable product if it's supposed to be a minimum viable product. Um, so you should do that. Uh, and finally, why, uh, after you've gone out to the market, you've spoken to, you've spoken to investment bankers, you've spoken to thousands of different investors and people, tens of thousands of different bankers, consultants, broker dealers, and then people are still saying no, uh, after and then that's after the first two points then you should stop raising capital uh, for sure uh, because yeah let's say you're not desperate let's say you have something with revenue let's say it's been out to tens of thousands of investors in my opinion it's something that should get funded at that point especially if it hits past the upper six-figure mark and there's some strong revenues and assets there but you know if it's already been out in the market and hasn't been funded i think that's the least likely thing to happen but if it happens and that's when you should probably consider what's really the feedback and if you're not listening to feedback, uh, then that may be the key issue there. And part of what Raises.com does is we're hyper geared towards listening to feedback and iterating the offer as the thing goes out to the market. But if you don't do that, uh, then you're going to be stuck in your own head and the market will reject what you have to offer. So with this, I thank you for watching this video. Uh, please don't raise capital like the wrong way. Uh, please get it done right. It's going to save you a lot of years of your life and sanity. And if you want to learn more about the processes and procedures that go into a 10-figure plus, or not 10-figure, 10, 10 million dollar plus, 8-figure plus rate, uh, head to raises.com and we'll make it happen.